I'm Rachel Olstead, the intuitive business coach, and this is the Dream Builder Society podcast. My mission is to empower women to create an abundant life of freedom, wealth, and joy. I specialize in helping visionary, driven, and passionate women just like you grow and scale their online businesses through powerful strategy, mindset, and energy healing work. Tune in every week to hear my experiences and tips for building a wildly successful six-figure business while working part-time. I truly believe business gets to be fun and simple. You get to have it all, and I'm here to show you how. Everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Dream Builder Society podcast. Today, you are going to be hearing a recording from a training I did a while back all about making offers. And I am recording all of these episodes that you are hearing far in advance because when this comes out, when this episode comes out, I have no idea. I can't predict this in the future, but I have no idea. Um, I might have a new baby. I might not yet. And so um, I will definitely keep you guys and my audience in general posted on my life updates, but you will be hearing this coming out the week of July 12th, 2021. My official due date for baby number three is July 14th, so we shall see. But anyways, because we are recording in advance, I took a training that I I really, really wanted you guys to hear. Um, And we are going to be recasting it for this week on the podcast. And I'm really excited about it because it's all about making offers. And for so many women, the concept of making offers, because really making offers is one of, um, I just talked about it a couple episodes ago, all about money making activities and making offers to help people, whether it's free or paid, is one of those steps, one of those money-making activities. And so I thought it was perfect timing to share a little bit more about what that looks like, Um, some common misconceptions that women in this business space and that many of my clients come to me having these misconceptions about what an offer is, when it's appropriate to make them, what it even looks like, how to make them, and all about making offers because truly we can't be in, I mean, we can be in business, but we're not going to be super profitable if we are not making offers. So um, enjoy this episode and I can't wait to hear what your takeaways are. Also at the point um, that you are hearing this in July of 2020, there are two ways to work with me one-on-one. I wanted to share those briefly. Um, We'll link up all the information in the show notes as well. But as of September 2021, um, I will have some openings for one-on-one clients. If you are interested in really, really digging in and taking your business, your mindset, your self-concept to the next level to create consistent 5K to 10K months, really, many of my clients that work with me one-on-one and in my mastermind are are creating that result for themselves, which is beautiful. And so that is opening up in September. I'm also going to be officially 
opening the doors for the second round of the Four Figure Foundation, which is a hybrid small group coaching program mixed with one-on-one. It's going to be an incredible opportunity for a small group of women. We are going to be starting in October, and I'm going to be teaching you and coaching you weekly on the four core foundational pieces of creating a a consistently profitable business. And for most of my clients who join the Four Figure Foundation, 5K months is, is typically their initial goal. And it's really not complicated to get there. And so the four core pieces that we are going to be teaching on, that you are going to be learning and applying and coaching on are foundational mindset, right? Foundational time management, especially geared towards moms, foundational marketing and foundational selling. So you can really step into that role as a CEO truly and start taking your business more seriously, start taking yourself as the CEO more seriously, all of course, without sacrificing your sanity, without sacrificing time with your family or your children, and without sacrificing like that freedom and quality of life that that you started your business for. So anyways, um, enjoy this episode all about making offers. And um, if you want more information and want to apply early for the Four Figure Foundation or get on the wait list for my one-on-one coaching, um, check it out in the show notes. Okay, so I think that there's this misconception. First of all, what is an offer? I really just want to redefine that. And it may seem like ridiculously simple to some of you, but I really, I see this all the time in this online space of like this concept of making an offer and what is an offer, okay? So there are free offers, there are paid offers, there are obviously offers that are part of launches, like one-time offers, there are evergreen offers, whatever. I'm just going to generalize and talk about free offers and paid offers. Okay. People think that a free offer, right, is um, like doesn't have to be marketed, that you don't have to talk about, okay, and actually market a free offer. Like, hello, it's just free. Why wouldn't people want it, right? Such as maybe a freebie, a lead magnet, a whatever, I don't know, a free training in your Facebook group or on Instagram or a free resource that you have or a, you know, a a free strategy call that you're giving out whatever you do in your business or whatever you want to do. There are free offers, but you still have to tell people about them, right? And especially in today's world, in today's online business world too, online marketing space, Simply because something's free doesn't make it something that people like will jump on, right? There's a lot of free stuff out there, okay? There's a lot of freebies. There's a lot of free resources. Just because something's free doesn't mean that you don't have to market it, right? So you still have to be making offers. You still have to be showing up and telling people about the stuff that you're giving, the value that you're giving, even if it's free, right? You still have to essentially sell people on... And not in a sleazy way, right? Selling is serving, serving is selling. I believe that to my core, right? But you still have to give people an opportunity, right? To find out about your free stuff, about your valuable stuff, that even though it's free, people don't know about it, okay? And even if they do hear about it once, there's a lot of stuff going on, right? You have to be consistent in sharing about your opportunities and sharing about the freebie, right? Sharing about your training that you did that you want people to watch, sharing about whatever resource that you have. 
simply because it's free doesn't mean that you don't have to share the offer, right, to still take you up on that, okay, because it's still an opportunity that you are, um, you're giving value, right, obviously you're giving value, but you can't just assume because it's free that you don't actually have to make that offer and share it with people and tell the world about it, right, the other piece is the paid offer, okay, Obviously, a paid offer, there's this concept like if you build it, they will come. And although somewhat that can be true, right, energetically, we can align to that um, idea that people come to us, clients come to us and pay us and ask us how they can work with us and all of that. That's beautiful. And that works right to an extent, but especially when you are not super well known in the online space, specifically, if you're not like this, either, you know, celebrity or micro celebrity or have a massive, massive following, you do need to be conscientious and consistent in how you are sharing about your paid offer if you want to get paid, right? And if you want to share your value, the value that you have whether it's through a, I mean, there are so many different paid offers, right? It could be through a coaching program. It could be through a, a specific, you know, package that you have with web design or podcast management, or maybe it's like a, you know, a, an online course, a digital product, like it doesn't matter, a $47 workshop, right? Like it's a paid, a paid offer, okay? And because of that, you have to offer it to people, right? And you have to be conscientious of how you're doing that, especially in the early stages of your business, which could you guys be anywhere from like your first two months to your first two years, right? Everyone's business and business growth and journey looks very different, right? But until you have a really, really solid following, audience, community, however you want to call them, right? I love using the term community because it feels so much more just like a family, right? Like you're cultivating those relationships rather than like feeling like you have to perform for an audience. But until you have like an established community of people that are your target audience, that are your ideal clients, that know you, that like you, that trust you, whatever. I don't really believe in the no like trust, but that trust you for sure, right? That's important. That just like buy anything you put out there. You have to be very like make a concerted effort to um, actually market right, which basically just means telling people, okay, about the offers that you have, because especially in the early stages, when especially when you're stuck at that, you know, maybe you're, you've signed one client or two clients or three, or maybe you're stuck at, you know, $1,000 a month, 2000 3000 and you're really wanting to grow and scale from there, but you feel stuck, guess what, okay? You can't just assume because you've signed a couple clients, because you've made some money that it's just gonna like become, that's just like the, the natural part of your business. You still have to show up, right? You still have to put your offers out there. And I see this time and time and time again with business owners, right? That are especially at that income stage, they like severely underestimate like how many offers they need to be making, okay? Severely underestimate how many, and this is part of like the offer piece is part of the formula, my formula for 5K months. But it's this idea of like severely underestimating 
how many and how often, okay, and the types of offers you need to be making if you want to sell your stuff, right? Sell your program, your course, your, you know, coaching package, your whatever, okay? Whatever type of business you have, okay? I specialize in in serving service-based businesses, right? So specifically coaches, consultants, service providers, right? Whether that's VAs or um, content curriculum developers or um, podcast managers, Facebook ads specialists, website designers, social media managers, like I've had and currently have clients that are in all of those niches. But it's this idea of like, oh, I have this offer. I'm really excited about it. I know it's really valuable. I know there are people out there that want it, okay? I'm gonna share about it in a post, in a live, in an email, whatever, right? Like name one one way that you can share your content. I'm gonna share about this offer one time, okay? And I'm gonna wait, right? And this maybe isn't like your exact thought process, but this is what happens a lot of times, okay? I see this happening time and time again, where someone will make an offer, right? And and it's kind of like vague, right? They'll make this offer like, hey, if you're struggling with this, you know, I can help like reach out and let's chat, right? And it's like, okay, first of all, (laughs) there's not enough detail, right? Like we don't even know what your offer is about. We don't know who's who's a good fit for it. What are we going to chat about, right? Where do you want me to reach out? Do you want me to DM you? Do you want me to email you? Do you want me to call you? Do you want me to text you? Do you want me to just reply in the comments, right? Like so many questions from a potential client standpoint reading that or hearing that. You know, the, the words let's chat, okay? I've used those before in like way more specific context, but I've also used them in non-specific context, which is why I know exactly, right, um, why this is a problem because I've lived it. I've done it, okay? I've, I've learned my lessons and now I get to share that with you guys and my clients as well from experience, okay? The idea of like let's chat, that's not an offer, right? Let's chat about what? What are we going to chat about, right? We're going to chat about your favorite type of coffee or are we going to chat about like how your parenting style? Like what are we going to chat about, right? Pete, make it easy. We want to make it easy and simple and straightforward and like somewhat safe, right? For your potential clients to be reaching out to you in order to get more information about how they can work with you, how you can help them. Okay, and let's chat at the end of a post doesn't really do the trick. Okay, and then the other thing I see so, like, the wording oftentimes is very vague. Okay, it's very non specific, it's very just kind of like flowery around the idea of like they can help, right? But, but oftentimes I don't see specific examples of like, what does the offer actually look like? Not necessarily the features, we have six calls and it's three weeks and whatever, but like, what can I actually help you with? What am I going to take you through in this process? What results can you expect? How will this actually work, right? People people want to know, like it's just natural, natural human nature to want to know the how, okay? I don't specifically buy on the how, and most people don't buy on the how, but it's really, really nice to know, okay? Like, oh, that makes sense. They're gonna walk me through this, this, this. Okay, that feels really aligned. That's what I really need. Perfect. Like I want to reach out to this person and and see if I can get some help. Right. But the let's chat doesn't necessarily like make me want to reach.
reach out to, okay, what do I say? Especially if they've never worked with that type of a person or service provider or coach or whatever in the past, it can be really scary to be the one to, to reach out and say like, hey, I saw your post. Like, you know, what do you say? And we want to make it a really safe and easy experience for them to be able to reach out and get the support that they need, right? Like, let's not make it more difficult than it needs to be. So the wording piece is there, but then also I see this so often where people will make a post, they'll do a live, they'll do whatever, like one piece of content that they'll put out there. They made some sort of kind of like generic offer and then they don't hear anything. They don't hear, you know, they don't see anyone commenting. They don't get a DM from it. They don't, you know, have anyone book a discovery call from it. And then they shut down, right? And go into this cycle of like, oh, it's not working. I made an offer and no one wants what I have. It's not working, right? When in reality, you just probably need to do it a hundred more times, <laughs> right? And that may be an over-exaggeration in numbers, right? This isn't about like a constantly, you guys know me, I'm not, I'm not a proponent of the hustle culture. I'm not a proponent of working all the time, Okay. I've never worked more than 25 hours in a week. Okay. At any point in my business. So this isn't about making constant offers showing up nonstop and like just making offers and posting and posting and going live a million times a week. But this is simply like in, in especially in these stages, right? In the early ish stages before you're really consistently making, I would say at least like eight to 10,000. Anything below that, like you really have to just be consistently and and sometimes even above that, honestly, like in my months where I've I've made over $20,000, like I've still been consistent in the amount of offers that I've put out and wasn't nearly as many um, offers or opportunities that I've shared to work with me as I did in the early stages of my business. But this is really, really important, right? We can't just like throw out an offer into the world, into our, you know, online space, to our email list, whatever, and assume that it's going to stick, assume that it's like the best offer ever and that we're going to get clients from it. And that like, that should be, that should be the key. Like I made an offer, where's the clients? Like it doesn't, it's not if this, then that, okay? It's not a direct cause and effect. I put out an offer, I sign a client. Sometimes it is, but there's a lot of moving pieces that have to happen. And so often in these stages of business, um, specifically women, obviously, since that's who I, I work with and speak to and, and have experienced in my own life as a female business owner, we just like oftentimes forget that it takes some time, right? It takes, and by time doesn't have to mean two weeks, two months, two years to sign a client, right? Some of my most successful coaches ever have taken like nine months to sign their first client, and now they're making like multi, multi six figures in their business after only a couple of years, right? And it's like growth doesn't have to be slow, but it also can't just be like put it out there and expect that instant validation, right? That instant gratification of like I sign a client because they posted an offer. Like that's not how it works. Okay. Chances are, however many offers, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna actually go back a little bit um, and rewind and say that I actually want you to do a little evaluation, okay, of your own offers, okay, in the last, and I would even say in the last two weeks, okay, maybe even in the last month, which is like whatever, the last two and a half weeks, 
the month of February, let's just say, go back and do an audit, right? I did this for my clients, for um, four of my different clients um, in the past month. And I did like a, an audit on how many offers they had made, whether it was on their profile, their Facebook group, Instagram, wherever some of them are hanging out on different platforms, like how many offers that they actually made direct offers for their paid offer, their program, their package that was very clear and, and like invited in, you know, potential clients to reach out to them to, you know, learn about how they could support them, how they could work together. And I encourage you to do the same. It's really eye-opening. I did this one time, actually several times I've done this, but one time specifically um, in the early stages of my business, I was so mad and so frustrated, so defeated, angry, in fact, that I had been like, or so I thought I had been promoting this program. Okay. This was like, probably only after a couple months of being in business uh, back in 2019. And I thought that I was like doing such a good job promoting. I felt like I was sharing about it all the time. I felt like I was talking about this offer nonstop. Okay. But after I like sat down and one of my coaches um, or my only coach at the time was like, okay, Rachel, we have to look at the data. We have to be very um, objective here and not like sit in our emotions about how bad this feels that no one signed up. Let's just get objective. And so I looked back and I was like, oh, actually, I only made in the past two weeks at that point, I had only made like three real offers in a post. I went live once and I like shared it with a couple of people um, via messenger. Okay. And it was like, oh, so actually in the past two weeks, I've only really shared about this like seven times and not even all of those times were very public. Right. And so I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Okay. I just need to share about this and share about it and share about it because not all the time people are going to see it. Right. Not everyone sees your post. Not everyone sees your live. Not everyone watches to the end of your live. And so if you make an offer at the end, they might miss it. Right. Like it, it's this just understanding. Okay. That once is not enough. Twice is not enough. Like it's not this, it's enough versus it's not enough, but it's really like, am I actually doing my part? Am I actually showing up and sharing offers enough for my people to be able to understand how I can help them if they're a good fit and what that help or that service, right, is going to look like? Like, is that enough? Have I done my part, essentially? And so it's about consistency, right? But it's also about evaluation, which I want to share just a little bit with you guys as I'm kind of wrapping up here. I don't just want you to feel like, oh, I'm just repeating the same offer over and over and over again, right? And like nothing's happening. I'm not signing clients. It's the same wording. I'm just copying and pasting it because I'm supposed to be making offers. Like, no, <laughs> let's not use our marketing to just beat a dead horse, okay? We want to make sure that we're evaluating as well, right? So like if you post the same offer, the same call to action, the same wording like three times in a row and nothing happens, you get no you know, interactions, no reach outs, no anything from that. One, it's not a problem. Okay, it's truly not a problem it means nothing about you. It means nothing about your offer, but it might mean that there's some room for improvement. Okay, so you get to look at it objectively as a business owner instead of wallowing in like self pity of, of, you know, like, oh, poor me, no one wants my offer. Like, 
I must suck, this must suck, whatever comes to your mind, you get to do an evaluation process on it, right? Like, okay, what went well? What is like, what is really helpful or good about this wording? Okay. What didn't go well? Maybe, maybe there's certain sections as you're reading through, you're like, oh yeah, that's really unclear. That's really doesn't make sense. That could be worded a lot more strongly. That could, you know, I could add this or change this. And that's like the, what will I do differently? Right. And then you just get to create and recreate and practice and practice and practice sharing your offer in different ways. Okay. Sharing your offers through different stories, maybe, or sharing your call to action, like having different examples, like practicing. Um, The other day, I actually encouraged a couple of my clients to, with a, a new offer that they're promoting, to actually create a list of like four to five different like verbal call to actions that they're going to share um, that could be shared verbally, like in person, although it's not very common right now for most of my clients to be meeting in person with people. But it also could be, you know, via like a voice message in DMs, or it could be, you know, the that's really like the only example, of like the personal verbal one, it could be to like a group of people verbally here in a Facebook Live, right on Instagram, on YouTube, maybe in a podcast, like, what could that sound like? And then you just get to practice with like that, that offer poster or that call to action specifically, right? With like, what do you want them to do if this offer is something that they're interested in, right? If this offer is something that is really intriguing to them, if they would be a good fit. And so you get to go through that evaluation process and you just get to practice that, right? If that feels really difficult to you to do on your own, I highly encourage you get some help, whether it's a, a coach. Obviously, I do this work with my clients. I'm happy to help or just look at other people's offers, right? Not that I want you to have a copycat business, a copy and paste, like that's not what this is about. This is not about plagiarizing other people and other people's offers, but it's just about like looking at the industry, looking at like, oh, is there someone that's doing something similar to me? Like, how do they talk about their offers? What seems to work for them? And just look around maybe at different industries. Like, how could I word this in a way that would still feel authentic to me, that would still feel genuine, but that would actually allow me to share my offer in a little different way, right? Making tweaks, practicing it, okay? And continuing to share about your offer in the process, right? It's this constant trial and error. And just simply, simply put, people aren't doing enough of this, right? Um, In these stages of business, like I said, if you're not consistently making at least eight to $10,000 a month, you need to be sharing your offer probably 10 times more than you currently are sharing it in different formats, right? Again, this is not about showing up everywhere. This is not about getting on a new platform. This is not about like spending all of your waking hours creating, you know, content to share your offers. This is really just about like being consistent, showing up and and, like the formula that I'm going to teach you guys in the workshop on Saturday will really make sense when you see all of the other moving pieces here. The offer piece is just one. But I want to encourage you to one, sit down if you can do it today. Beautiful. Okay, go do an audit of your own business on your own platforms, wherever you market and and share about your business. How many times have you made an offer in the past month in the month of February? What does that offer look like sound like? What's good about it? What's not so good? What could be changed like that evaluation process? 
And then really like challenge yourself to create some examples, okay, and some to pull from for like verbal call to actions for the offer and written call to actions for the offer that you could put in a post because it's going to sound a little bit different probably, okay, how you write something versus how you would just say it to someone in a live here as an example, right, or on like Instagram stories or wherever, okay, you like to show up live, And then my challenge to you is actually to commit to making a consistent offer like at least every day for the next two weeks. If you want to take obviously weekends off again, I'm not a proponent of working weekends, but if you just want to practice this and put it into implementation stage, right? Action stage, which is the only way to gain clarity. Action is the only way to clarity. Okay. The only like effective, I should say, way to clarity, we can get clarity, but we can't really solidify that and have like data until we take action and put it out there into the world and evaluate. Okay. And so I'm going to challenge you to make like a direct offer, whether that's, you know, it could be, it could be direct offer to someone in, in in messenger. Not that I'm encouraging you to like cold message people, please don't do that. Um, but if you've already had a relationship with them, if they're already, you know, been talking to you about what you do, you could make a direct offer to them, you know, in DMs. Otherwise, I encourage you to, to continue to make offers every single day for the next two weeks about your one specific offer. Okay. Don't switch it up. Be consistent with the offer that you're promoting share about it, find different creative ways to share about it, different creative, like, but very concise still call to actions that you can share. Okay. And, and maybe recycle. I don't want it to be like a copy paste kind of thing, but you can recycle them. Okay. And like reuse them, especially if they're effective and you really like them and they, you know, address what you want them to address as the call to action, like every single day for the next two weeks. And I want you to really see how different, okay, your results are and um, what's changed as a result of you showing up more consistently with more direct offers, actually selling the thing that you want to sell. Because if you're not sharing about it, if you're not selling it, if you're not talking about it and telling people how they can get in touch with you to get support, like they're not going to know Don't make it hard for people to pay you. Don't make it hard for people to get the help that they already want and they already need. Make it easy. And that starts with you though. All right, that's it for today's episode of the Dream Builder Society podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love if you would head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. By leaving a review, you're helping us get this content into the hands of other powerful women and playing a part in fulfilling our mission of empowering women to build their own dream lives and businesses. Don't forget to head over to my Facebook group, The Dream Builder Society, for more guidance, support, and high-level training so you can start learning, growing, taking action, and getting results in your business right now. See you there.